I'm just going to open up with the opening of Lemon Pies. It's a book that I'm writing and two young boys growing up in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland. And my mother wants us to uh, go on an errand to get some eggs for her, but she's trying to get us ready and get us out the house. Good morning, little ones. Morning, Mom. Hi, Mom. Did you see the brook, Mom? My sonny boy, who do you think hung out the clothes over the brook onto the other side? And the owl was there watching me hang me bloomers. The owl was there, Mom. We didn't see her, did we, Jean? You got to get up early if you want to see her. She's gone now, boy. She must have found some breakfast because she didn't come back to the pole. I likes her, Mom. She just sits on the pole and looks up and down. Well, she's hunting, my son. That's what she's doing. I hope I sees her tomorrow. Did you see how high the water is, Mom? It's right up over the black boulder. I saw that, Patty Joe. It's right high, isn't it, Jean? Yeah, and it's right loud, too. That's because it rained like the Dickens last night, boys. And now that basement is soaked again, and if we get any more water down there, we might as well call for Noah to come and save us in the ark. Who's Noah, Mom? You're not heard of Noah, Eugene. They don't, don't they teach you that stuff in grade one religion? He's from way back when Jesus was born and it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Were you there, Mom? No, I wasn't there. That comes from the Bible when they had a big storm. We get big storms here in Newfoundland, my son, but not like that. What's an ark, Mom? Oh, it's a big boat, and Noah saved all the animals and went out to sea until the storm is over. Is he going to come to our basement? Would he say sparkle? Well, if he could fit elephants on board his boat, I think he'll find room for your little goldfish. How's he going to get his boat in the basement, Mom? Oh, he'll find a way, my son, if we ever needs him. Do you want me to get sparkle ready, Mom? No, Eugene, don't worry. The water is only on the floor around the washer. You two will have to help Dad clean it up when he comes home from work. He'll have to push it over into that dirt area and let it all dry up. Well, that's hard, Mom. We did that last week. It's not our turn this time. I know, Patty Joe, but your father can't do all the work. So wherever is home, got to go help out. And it's a good day for hanging clothes, too. Listen to them leaves sizzling like bacon. Now that's good. You both ate all your porridge. And I hope you said your prayers before breakfast. You always got to thank God before you eats, Not when you got a full belly. Yeah. I said my prayers, Mom, and I helped Gene say his too. That's good, my son. And I got to tell your father to fix that basement step before it breaks me neck. I can't be washing clothes down there and not be able to get back up again. Well, that man Noah could help you, Mom. Never mind Noah, Eugene. I could be dead and buried before he shows up again. Now, who spilt the powder on the floor? You can't be spilling good milk all over the floor. Gene moved his glass when I was pouring it, Mom. Well, it's a good thing he didn't move the glass when you was mixing in the water because I'd be breaking me neck all over again. I only got one neck, you know. I can't be going breaking it in every step I takes. Now, grab the broom, Patty Joe, and sweep that powder up. Eugene, get the dustpan. Where is it, Mom? You knows where it is. It's out hanging in the pantry by the pots and pans. Where? Right there behind the door. It's a wonder it doesn't bite you in the arse. Oh, okay. I see it, Mom. Now make sure you leave the green door open. I like the breeze blowing through this house. That broom sweeps up breadcrumbs too, Patty Joe. Look, right there by the counter. And sweep it away from the grate. We don't want an army of mice parading through the vents in the middle of the night. Okay, that's good, boy. That's good. Now just dump it in the bucket and close the lid. Okay, you two have a seat. Now look how nice that sun shines on ye. And Patty Joe, every time I looks at ye, it changes. You got more freckles than a brook trout. And you didn't leave poor Eugene one. You must have stole all the freckles from me belly when you was born. I won't get any spots like Pat, will I, Mom? 
They're not spots, my son. They're freckles. And you may not get any, little man, but if you don't stop rocking that chair, you're going to end up with a big bump on the back of your head. How come? Because when you hits the wall, that's why you're making me seasick watching you. But I'm not going to tip over. Well, you will when it gives you a clip across the skull. Now sit still. There's enough tears already on that canvas. Will my freckles stay on me forever, Mom? Maybe one day they'll go away, Patty Joe. Sure, Uncle Bob, he had a face full of them for years, and then he woke up one morning and they was gone. But if they don't, that's okay, because the little things makes you who you are. Now, Patty Joe, after you cleans off the table, I need you to do me a big favor. I want you to go and get me some eggs, and I want you to take Eugene with you, too. Okay, Mom, where we got to go? Get them. Coleman's? Well, if you hold your horses, I'll tell you. No, not Coleman's. I want you to go into Oaks Farm. They got the best prices in the valley. Now, you've never been that far before, but it's not hard to find. All you got to do is go up the road and cross over the bridge, then go up Hambrothers Hill all the way to the top where it joins Country Road. Are you listening? Patty Joe, stop tying your shoes and listen. Tie your shoes after. And teach Eugene how to tie his too before you goes. When you gets to the top of the hill, Charlie Chung's bakery will be right across the road in front of you. You'll smell his pies before you gets there anyway. Now turn left there. His pies smell some good, Mom. I smelt them before, floating all the way down the hill. Can me and Jean get a piece of pie when we comes back with the eggs? No, we haven't got enough money to go buy him pie. But it's only 15 cents, Mom, for a big cuddling pie. There's no money to buy pie, my son. We gotta pay the bills. But it's only a dime for a plain piece. We don't even have to spend the 15 cents. I said no. I'll make some cookies after I'm finished with the clothes and bread. Now listen, turn left at Charlie's and take that road right into the end. Do you know where your left is, my son? Yeah, right next to me heart. That's good. Now show Eugene. Are you watching, Eugene? Yeah. Now show me your heart, Eugene. That's your left side, okay? Okay. Because if you goes right, the only eggs you're going to find will be fish eggs when you ends up down in the bottom of the harbor. Now, Patty Joe, we were in the Mrs. Ogden's last week when we brought her in the soup. She's in that little blue house just past the graveyard. You might see old Mick out there whitewashing his fence. He'll probably be finished, Mom, because Dad gave him what was left in the pail after we painted ours yesterday. I knows how much he gave him. But he still might be out there because he's as slow as molasses on a winter morning and he talks to every soul that walks by. He might only have two pickets done, for God's sakes. Anyway, go past their place, then go past Mrs. Glant's orchard. And if you sees any mist in the graveyard, run as fast as you can because that might be the ghost just waking up and they'll be getting ready to wander into town. What ghost? There's no ghost, Mom. We didn't see any ghosts when we went to Mrs. Ogden's. Well, that's because we didn't look at them. That's why all I'm saying is if you sees any mist, you better get going. Is there ghost, Pat? Mom's just joking, aren't you, Mom? There's no ghost, is there? Just don't be hanging out by that gate. They're in there waiting by the graves. And if you makes eye contact with them, that's when they comes alive. So run right quick past the gate before they sees you. Okay, we won't look in. I don't want no ghost coming after me. And I'll phone Sadie, I'll phone Mrs. Ogden and let her know to keep an eye for you. Is Mrs. Ogden better now, Mom? Yes, she's strong as the whales, thank God. And if you're not at her house in a half hour, I'll ask her to go check the graveyard and see if they got you in there. Don't worry, Mom, we're going to run fast as we can. If there's any ghost, they'll never catch us. But there's ghost in there. Is there, Mom? No, there's no ghost. Is there ghost? Just don't look in, that's all. Okay, we won't look. 
Now, she's in the little blue house, okay? Okay, Mom, I remembers. Her house is some small, eh? Yeah. I don't know where she puts them all. Six little kids and two little bedrooms. Anyway, after you pass the orchard, you'll go around a big turn in the road and you'll see Anders Bridge. Just on the right side there, you'll see a big yellow barn and a big red rooster stood up by the fence with eggs for sale dangling from his neck. And if you misses that burn, I'm sending both of you to the hospital for new eyes. Patty Joe, stop tying your shoes and listen. I wasn't tying them, Mom. I was fixing them. We'll fix them later. Now listen to what it wants. Listen, I'm going to give you a dollar. Now the ad in the paper says two dozen eggs for 85 cents. So you get 15 cents back, okay? And don't start on to me about that piece of pie. That's a nickel and a dime. Unless Mr. Oak gives you some coppers back. And if he does, bring every one of them home because they all adds up. Now pass me me purse on the counter there. Thanks, my son. Oh, look at this. We're rich, we're rich. We got $10.35. I should phone your father and tell him to quit his job and come home. We got so much money. I don't know what to do with it all. Oh, I almost forgot, Patty Joe. I want you to drop into the store on the way and give Mrs. Fudge this $5 towards the credit for last week. Tell her thanks, and I'll pay her the rest when Dad gets paid on Friday. And take this envelope, too, and give it to Mrs. Ogden. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Stop in before you get the A. Stop in there. That's important. So that's two things you got to do before you get the A's. Give $5 for the credit and see Mrs. Ogden give her the envelope. Okay, Mrs. Fudge is some nice, eh, Mom? She always gives us candy. Last week, she gave me and Jean a red licorice when I went up to get the bologna. Yeah. Sophie's been good to a lot of people in the valley. It's amazing what she's been through. Her heart must be spun of sunshine. She loses her husband, but you would never know. She covers the clouds with flowers, I suppose. What, Mom? Oh, nothing, my little one. It's just a saying. And the man who shot him thought he was a moose. How can you shoot someone and think he was a moose? And now she got those three little ones to raise on her own. I don't know how she does it. Now look, my watch almost says 9 o'clock. Dad only works till the counter till noon on Saturday unless one of the plumbers gets stuck in a toilet somewhere and he's got to go pluck him out. But he should be home by around then, so make sure you're home before him. Now, do you know when 12 noon is, Patty Joe? Yeah, I know, Mom. It's when everything points to 12. We learned it in school, and Gene will learn too when he gets in next year and when he goes to school. Hopefully he learns before then. Anyway, you're in charge, not Eugene. And if he forgets the time, you'll find out if you're not here with the eggs because your father will come looking for you and you'll remember pretty quick then. Maybe I should teach you the time once more before you goes, Patty Joe. Pass me the clock from the sill. Careful with me curtains. I just sewed them up new. And watch out that window don't drop on you and sure your right hand off. Don't drop that clock. Now, Bodie, come here for a second. Yeah, but Mom, come here. But, Mom, I knows the time already. Sister Felicita taught me. I had her for grade four last year. Well, this is so you don't forget. Now, this thing worked right, and the hands actually said 9 o'clock instead of 4.30, and in three hours from now it's going to be noon, then, then that's when you should be home, okay? What's wrong with your eyes, Patty Joe? You look like you got a goldfish swimming inside them. Are you okay? Maybe it's too early for you, my son, to tell you the time. Maybe I'll teach you later when we're not in a hurry because I don't think you got any of that at all. Here, let me give you a hug. Whoops, there goes one of the goldfish. It just fell out. You should be okay now. Did you get any of that, Eugene? I don't want to learn time. Mom is too hard. Besides, I don't want any goldfish in my head like Pat got.
Oh, you'll be okay, my son. You'll learn when you're ready. And Patty Joe, put a comb through that hair, will you? It's sticking up all over the place. You looks like a sea urchin. Come back here, my son. Let me knock that down. What in God's name have you done to your hair? Last night your hair was blonde. Is that porridge? Did your father cut your hair again? Bleeding hearted Jesus. At least he could have washed out the bowl before he put it on your head. This wouldn't happen if you ate all your porridge. Why do you need all your porridge? No wonder the bowl is so clean. And you still got some dribbling off your ears. You can't go out looking like that. But Dad was in a hurry. Mr. Andrews was in the driveway waiting. Your father could walk to work faster than that man drives and still have cleared this mess up. I haven't got time for this. We gotta hide that head. Here, put your father's cap on. Jesus, Murphy, now I can't see your eyes. You'll miss the bridge altogether and walk into the brook. And the way it's running, it'll carry you off to the whales in a minute. Never mind, try this one on. I can't see, Mom. Oh, oh, I lost you completely. Now you got no ears or mouth. Are you still in there? We'll have to send in a search party to look for him, Eugene. Oh, oh, here he is. He's finally come out. Okay, let's get rid of that one and put this black one back on. What a thing for your father, grandfather, to leave in a will. How Winston Churchill could ever wear something like this, I don't know. Who's Winston Churchill, Mom? Oh, he's someone from England who speaks funny with a funny accent and wears a, a funny hat. You'll learn about him in school one day. Anyway, it's not something a good Catholic should be wearing, that's for sure. So he's not from St. John's? No, he's not from St. John's. I said he's from England. Now just tilt it back a bit, that's all, and bend up the sides a little bit. There, that's better. You might look like a little elf, my son, but there's nothing wrong with that. Them and the little fairies is what makes the world a little brighter. Mom, me ears hurts now. You're going to be okay, my son. Just clean that porridge off your lobes. And look at this raggedy old shirt. I thought I threw that out. It's got more holes than a salt shaker. The neighbors will think that I'm drying your clothes on a barbed wire fence. What am I going to do with you, my son? You looks like a streel. They'll think you're a gypsy or a, an orphan or one of the Callahans who goes buying eggs looking like a streel. Come here, Patty Joe. We got to change that shirt. Come into my room. And Kay just sent us down another box of clothes in Toronto. And Kay always sends us down nice clothes, don't you, Mom? Yeah, she's really good to us, that's for sure. Last year, I got that nice shirt with the tiger on it, that blue and yellow one. That's my favorite thing I ever got from her, Mom. And I wore it playing baseball every day. Oh, I remember as my son. I couldn't get it off you until you was deep into your dreams. And then you'd be so upset because you see it in the morning having it hanging off the clothesline. You'll be trying to pull it in because you thought it would blow off the line and down into the brook. I wonder whatever happened to it in the end. I don't know, Mom. It just disappeared. Maybe it did blow away to the ocean. It was so nice. Everybody liked it. But you didn't have to wash it so much, Mom. Well, my son, if you used some tissue instead of your sleeves, I wouldn't have. What do you mean, Mom? Well, figure that one out on your own. That's where you got your nickname from, isn't it? Yeah, all the boys call me Tiger. Can I look in the box? Maybe there's another Tiger shirt in there. I hope there's another one in there. I don't want anything else. I already looked, my son. There's no Tiger shirt in there. Maybe next year. Maybe it's hidden in them boots. Nope, there's nothing in there, my love. You can have them boots come the winter, though. Save you wearing the plastic bags and the old ones, eh? Oh, look at the window. There's Nell and her kids going for a walk. A mother and her little ducklings.